I really, 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 really need you to stand to your feet and welcome Miss Winnie Banoff as she comes to share the words for us today. Come on. Louder than that. Louder, 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 louder. You don't have a monitor and you're a music guy? Shame. <laughs> Wait till I tell Papa Gio. <laughs> Monitors are meant to save your voice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm really happy to be here. Um, we drove over an hour today to get here, and we just chatted nonstop about uh, the mysteries of the kingdom, uh, the revelation of, you know, like, like he said, the enormity of you being the bride of Christ. And if anybody has already gotten over that and you feel like you need to move on, well, <laughs> I don't know where you're going. I don't know where you're going. Also, I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know what you're waiting for because the scripture declares we are married to another. That's right. Come on. Death released us from the old relationship, an old relationship, an old religious bondage, a, a, a relationship for the, from the old man who was abusive and controlling. Okay? Christ's death and your involvement in that activity, which has already taken place before you were you, so figure that one out. Um, boom. I don't have a lot of time here. I'm not going to, we're just not going to have a little chat. You know, I'm going for the juggler right away. When Christ died, you died. So when you get that, everything will change and you, and you will stop trying to die to yourself. Yeah, that's serious business. This is serious business, but we preach the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have nothing else to boast in. That cross forms a permanent barrier between me and the world and the world and me. That's F.F. Bruce paraphrase. Galatians. Woo, six. Yeah. Read it for yourself. Oh, I resolve to know nothing, to be The mic died. <laughs> I resolve to know nothing, to be acquainted with nothing. To, uh, to make a display of the knowledge of nothing and to be conscious of nothing among you except Jesus Christ the Messiah and him crucified. Okay? That's my calling card. That's my business card. Okay? That's how I introduce myself. I have nothing else mesmerizes me. I have no emotional capacity for anything else. Uh, it might not be very trendy, but who cares? Okay? Uh, you know... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. He, uh, he, 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 he actually rose me from the dead. He rose me. He raised me from the dead. The, the garbage pile of religion. I, I died. Um, I, I, I got bewitched. Do you know what bewitching is? 
It's anything that causes you to lose your first love. Anything. Anything. Hopefully, if you are born again, you have a first love. And you have to remember those moments of first love, that tender, gentle, that overcoming, overwhelming, fainting in his presence. I hope you had experience. Because this is way over a choice. He chose you. He chose you. You're not, you did not choose yourself into him. So why are you continuing to choose yourself into this? You made your decision. Wow. Now you got to let him unveil every, every good work that he's causing you to walk in. And you're going, ah. <laughs> Yeah, and have fun. And by the way, I like it loud in here. I do like noises. You can respond. You can yell and scream. And, you know, you, you blow a, 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 a joy gasket. You know, you have to, when you start hearing, when you start hearing and you're hearing because I have faith, I have faith, you don't need it. Now you got it, okay? Don't, don't tell me I don't have enough faith. I've got it. I've got it. And I'm spilling the beans. I'm telling all the secrets. You're going to walk out of here loaded. You're already overloaded. You just have no idea. Oh, but he raised me from the dead. Okay, the dead of religion, I lost my first love, and he restored it to me. Whoa, in Lakeland, Florida, Rodney Howard Brown meeting, uh, two, uh, not 2000, uh, 1995. 1995, and I have been under that influence ever since, ever since. I've already had one drink too many. It's too late. It's already too late. I drink his love wine. He poured it out, okay? It's his blood, and it's exclusively reserved for his bride. It's love wine. When you drink it, you're going to get intoxicated. He gave us his body on the tree. Whoa! He poured out his blood. Drink like you mean it. Suddenly transported to his house of wine. Suddenly. It's the song of Solomon, the song of all songs, still being sung. Are you singing it? Do you hear him serenade you? Do you hear him sing to you? Sing over you and restore you like that? It's not a long, drawn-out process. Sorry. <laughs> The process is one of discovering what he's already done. And when you do, you go, oh, my goodness. Yes, I actually had to ask him 24, 25 years ago, hey, can I start all over again? Because <laughs> for the first 20 years, I've been born again 44 years. Some of those years were not exactly happy. Okay. I would say less than happy. <laughs> oh, some were criminal. Oh, yeah, downright criminal. Anyway, he rescued me. Like Caleb said, love's not fair. I didn't do anything to deserve the rescue. But he raised me from the dead, and my insatiable appetite for the word returned. And I started reading the word like a mad woman. Like I was like, I would read it until my eyes would almost fall out of my head. I couldn't get enough. And a King James, can you believe it? Oh, yeah, I'm hardcore. I'm hardcore 
To this day, I still read King James. All of our word studies and investigation are out of King James Bible, for those of you who are scared. Oh, if you're scared of translations, just hold on. I'm going to show you what's in the King James, and then you better get scared. Oh, my Jesus. This is your essential guide to your marriage union with Christ. And we prove from the original Greek language, your union has already started. Okay? In fact, your union is way behind you. So I don't know... You know, if you're headed toward union, you better wake up. You better turn around. Have a look. Have a look. Jesus. Oh, how are you doing, Sandy? Have we been preaching this message how long? How long have you known us? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Are we still preaching the same thing? You bet we are. Ooh, it's the scandalous good news. It's the offense of the cross. If anyone's offended, yay. Because it means you've been looking at something else. You've been looking at your own performance, your own self-righteousness, your own filthy rags, and you haven't seen him. You have not, your eyes have not turned yet to him. Oh! Jesus. We use this in our school. We have a school, <clears throat> Global Celebration School of Supernatural <clears throat> Ministry, right? We have one in Harrisburg uh, and, and uh, what, uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where we live, and New York City, Manhattan. Stand up, Ruth Ann. Uh, 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 Ru Ru Ruth Ann, Rosalind, how, um, <laughs> how long have you been with us? Four years. Four years. And she used to be a shy little banker or something in the back. And now that's her, front and center out here, just, you know. You know, she, she got free. She got free. She found out her, her identity as the beloved bride. She lost orphan spirit. It's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. No more orphan spirits allowed. No more. I release bliss, the bliss of which we cry, Abba, Father. The bliss of which we cry. The word bliss is an old English word we found in many translations. Um, hey, did you see this? You do. <laughs> okay. He, he found my word. I don't know how he got it. This gentleman translated a, a translation in, in uh, what, what year is this now? 2018. Oh, yeah, I think he did this in 2017. Yeah, last year, so it's brand new. Uh, no, I have to ask, what year is this? <laughs> I, I think it's permanent jet lag. I don't know. <laughs> seven nations you've been on, but seven trips are just different. Wow. Oh, yeah, okay, three and one. That was a three and one. Okay, that's good. <laughs> We travel all the time around the world. Uh, we visit garbage dumps and the poorest of the poor, and we watch Jesus lift them, the poor from the dirt and the needy from the garbage dump, and seat them at his table. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing, but it's because of this revelation. Uh, my husband, Georgie, 
<clears throat> did I wrap up that other rabbit trail? I think I did. Yeah. Bewitchment. Anything that causes you to lose your first love. Yeah. So you, 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 don't, you don't have to take years to be restored to first love. It's just... Yeah. 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 He, he, he picked me off the trash. I was stone cold. My heart was harder than this concrete floor. And in 30 seconds, I'm into the throne room. No, not even 30. Point zero zero three seconds. I'm in the throne room. Carpenter's home church. And there were probably six or 7,000 other people in the building. It didn't make any difference. It was my party. My party. It still is my party. You're all invited, you know, but it is my party. <laughs> oh, woo. Yeah, because, you know, and then at, at, at certain moments, I, at, you know, I, I thought, my goodness, because all these people were crazy. They were running around, rolling on the floor, laughing their heads off. The preacher was drunk. He couldn't even talk. He's like, oh, 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 more, more. You know, it was total experience is what it was. And I'm like, wow, am I late to the party? This, this has been going on, and I just showed up like, see, a little religious offense. Religious offense, like, how come he didn't tell me the party was going on? You know, like, I'm, his, I'm the faithful one. I'm the diligent one. I'm, the, I'm, I'm contending for revival. Contending for revival. Oh. Really? Yes, I'm paying the price. Doesn't look like they are. All they're doing is laughing and rolling around. They're not serious. They're not paying the price. That's religious attitude. In case you don't know, tis, it is. No, the party's been going on centuries before you were born. <laughs> So you can eat, just jump in that river. Someone, someone on the, the uh, you know, they, the, the committee that names revivals or movements, they named this, uh, and smart person, they named it the river movement. River, which means it flows and it moves and it's got power and energy. I like that. So whoever named it on that committee, good. Good on ya. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, so you just, the best you can do is just jump in that river and let it take you. Anyway, my husband, George Mbanoff, is Bulgarian. How many know him, have seen him, heard him? He's a crazy man. And uh, without him, this, uh, excuse me, revelation that uh, we discovered that the Lord ambushed us with would not have been possible. Anyway, he's uh, Bulgarian, like I said. Uh, I asked him to read me one day in his Bible uh, a verse out of Galatians, Galatians 2.20, from the King James, I have been crucified along with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. So I had been doing a study on the book of Galatians uh, for three years, and every day reading it in a new translation. 
at that time I had about 60 or 70 different translations. Now we have double that over like 140. I can't read them all. I'm like already, I'm already going. <laughs> but there's so much fun. There's so much fun. And here we just line them up for you. Romans 6, 6, I have entered 37 different translations that give you a little different viewpoint, a little different language. These are word artists, okay? And they paint picture for you so you can go, oh, wow, really? That's what that means? You know, why didn't you, you could have told me before. But you're the hardcore King Jameser. <laughs> I'm like, you're right, but these are fun. Wow, these are fun. That's what you meant? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Helps you comprehend, you know, the layers, all the layers. And, you know, of course, we do our word studies out of the King James uh, Bible, the Strong's Concordance and the Greek English, uh, Greek Thayer's Greek English Lexicon. Uh, which I still do every single day. Even here during worship, I have my iPad. I have a program on my iPad, and I'm looking up a couple words. Oh, there you go. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yep. Word study so I can chew it and gnaw on it and just meditate on it, and it gets in me. So you don't, you don't forget. Paul always says, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten that you're in union with Christ? Or, he says, don't you know? You can go, huh. Couple translations say, are you ignorant? That would translate in a cocoa translation, are you stupid? Are you just stupid? Are you stupid? I idiot. Oh, dear idiots. That, that's not mine. That's, that's someone else. Oh, dear idiots of Galatia, who bewitched you? <laughs> dear, darling, idiots. That's, that's, that's kind of slap you in the face language, you know, because the, the Apostle Paul's not messing around, you know, with this stuff. But anyways, um, wow, it's just so... Oh! Oh! Yeah, so what is this? What is this? Co. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about co. I'm going to tell you what co means. So he read, my, my husband read Galatians 2.20 to me out of his Bulgarian Bible. I have been crucified with Christ. I said, Georgian, can you just read the Bible? Don't, don't make up a word. He goes, okay, babe. I have been co-crucified with Christ. I said, George, you said it again. You made up a word. What, babe? Co-crucified. You can't say that. That's not in the Bible. I said, I have 70 different translations to, and I've not ever seen that phrase. Could you just read it again? I'm not Bulgarian. I don't read his Bulgarian Bible, okay? I'm an American. <laughs> yeah. Who? Oh, maybe. Kind of. Sort of. I did live in the South for some time and picked up the language a bit and some of the mannerisms. So, yeah, anyway, whoo. <laughs> so I says, okay, we're pointing to point to I, I, 
have, have been. I said George and Banoff. It's Ben. Can you pronounce this Ben? It's not Bean, it's Ben. We've been married 40 years now. This was a while ago. We made it 40 years. Oh, yeah. It was an arranged marriage. It happened before I was born because we're trying to do the math. We can't figure it out. It didn't. You're right. <laughs> oh, she just got it. Because <laughs> oh, I'm looking, I'm going, what in the world is that? What time is it? What year is this? I, I, I just, I, you get lost. You get lost. Martin Luther betrothed himself to the book of Galatians. Betrothed himself. If you betrothed yourself to the word of God, it's the word now made flesh. Jesus. Married to another. Now you have the ability to bring forth fruit unto God. Holy fruit, good fruit. Before you know this, that you're married to him right now, you don't have much to show, according to the Bible. You have rotten fruit, corrupt fruit, dead fruit, fruit that didn't quite make it. You are a man who has, oh, here's, this is one of my first deepest theological uh, books ever. My first one. Who is the Roman seven man? I thought, well, why not? Why not? I'm going to go right there and just have a chat with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, we're still chatting. Okay? Uh, because I read commentaries. I read that man's opinion, that man's opinion, that man's opinion. I'm going, what? What? You have to read it from the correct viewpoint. Okay? And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm getting to that correct viewpoint, but Look at this. Who is the Roman seven man? These are one-liners, okay? Harmless one-liners. Okay? Habaneros. <laughs> uh, he is a man whose vineyard has produced a wine that no one wants to buy. Talk about rotten fruit. Oh, sing. I'm going to sing to my beloved Isaiah the prophet. He's singing a song about the vineyard. Vineyard of the Lord, he planted it with the most excellent noble vine, did everything he could, uh, put a wine press in the middle, got all the rocks out, built a hedge around it, everything perfect. Oh, what came out of that vineyard? Rotten fruit, poisonous, stinking rotten fruit from the vineyard of the Lord? What happened? Yeah, ask him. 22 years later, let's have a conversation and see what he tells you. The answer is not, you're not going to snap your fingers and get the answer. He wants to do FaceTime with you. He's the original FaceTimer. The original face-to-face. -face. No device. You are the device. You are. Whoa. Got to ask these questions and stay, at, stay on those questions until he answers. And, and he, he just likes you. He loves you. So he likes you. He wants to see you every day going, well, I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah, even through the hard times, I go, oh, oh, poor little me. Yeah. 
Jesus, come on. Beautiful bride of Christ. Okay, you are producing wine that he wants to drink with you. Yeah, it isn't, he's not drinking alone. He does want you drinking alone. He wants you to drink with him. Come feast with me. Come feast with me. I'm going to get back to that co, but I'm just going to read this little, this little lovely thing here. Where did he go? Where did he go? Here's my other little song of Solomon. Ho oh, Rambashanda. Ho oh, song of songs. Uh, we know Brian Simmons. We do. Where did it go? Where's my paper? I don't think it's there. <laughs> no. That's what my stuff looks like. This is for real. This, you know, these are real. They're little tattered because they're used. They're well used. I, I, I use my iPad, but, you, you know, you can't go like this on your iPad. <gasps> you can't go like that with your iPad. You're going to come up in maps, Google Maps. Where did my where did my Bible go? You can't go. <sighs> Come banquet with me, all my friends beloved, for you my garden dainties are prepared. Eat as I eat and drink your wine with me. The gospel feast invites and welcomes all who thirst and hunger for eternal life. Eat, O oh my friends, and drink abundantly, nor fear excess in such celestial joys. <laughs> Drinking instructions. Uh, be thou inebriated with my love, insensible to all terrestrial things, only capable of loving me. That's an old poem I found somewhere. I'm like, ooh, I like that. I like that. This guy was drinking before I was born. Whoa. You're not late to the party. You just have some catching up to do. Catching up to do. So my husband reads co-crucified, and I said, what in the world? Show me that word co-crucified, co-crucified. It was all together, but I go, he, I, oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? So we have to put everything on pause and go and look at our study tools that we have carried all over the planet. This is the joke. The joke's on us. I've carried my big fat concordance all over the planet with me traveling. The big fat one. And then there's another, a smaller set, but the Greek, also the Thayer's Greek English lexicon. I carry that too. I don't speak Greek, but I have to have it. It's in English. It, it gives you a further, deeper explanation of words. Uh, but carrying it all over the planet and so we looked the words we, we dissected that verse and there it was I'm going oh my gosh crucified along with the word with is a, a prefix and it is uh, it, it in the Greek it's soon s-u-n or pronounced s-o-o-n uh, or ko okay ko he pronounced it ko from his Bulgarian language into English 
my husband pronounced it co. And I'm like, what? And the definition, biblical definition, is it's the closest possible union. Closest possible union. Okay? The, and in the biblical definition, they give you two other, um, blah, 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 what are those called? Prefixes, which a prefix is a, a few words and a dash. No, not words, a, a, a few letters, yeah, and a dash, and it connects to another word, and it blows it up bigger. Blows it up pretty big. This, this, this one blew this up so big, you can get in it, step in it, live in it, exist in it. So here, and they use the, so the two other, uh, uh, para, uh, para, what, para and meta, those things, thingajiggies that attach to another word, Biblical definition is, uh, um, meta is, is around here, para, like we're kind of close here, okay. Um, okay. Co looks like this. <laughs> oh, you can hug me. That's okay. You good? Very good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is co. Yeah. See, this is co. I know you guys wish I was sitting on your lap, but I'm not. <laughs> But this is co, okay, the closest possible union. So scripture, thank you, thank you. Scripture tells us that we have been crucified in union with Christ. Co-crucified, that's the biblical definition. And nobody told me. No one told me in my first 15 years of intense discipleship. I mean, we were full-time, 24-7, on call, on duty. We were soldiers. Someone forgot to tell us that little tidbit of information. Co-crucified in union with, crucified in the closest possible union with him. What? I don't remember. What do we do with that? <laughs> Let's just laugh at it. <laughs> what? That's Galatians 2.20. The second place we found it was in Romans 6.6. 6. This we know that our old man has been co-crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be destroyed that we would no longer be a servant or slave of sin. What? Without me doing anything, I'm set free from sin. I, 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 I'm not a slave to sin any longer. That means I don't have to be afraid any longer. And it's not just that. It means that I've been joined to another I have been joined to this action, to this person that performed this action in, on my behalf. He was lifted up in public as a criminal. So was I. So was I. Scripture is letting me join him there. Okay? And it, that's just the first place we found it. So now we kind of put everything else on pause. And we went like crazy. Like, we got to look at this whole thing again. Oh, this is serious. It's going to stop everything. Okay, stop. Religion, stop. Religion, stop. 
You have nothing to say to me anymore. Until we prove this thing out. Yep. You got to do that. You get to do that. You get to tell religion, hush, hush. Yeah. Yeah, because this is, this is, this is, this is going to take over. This is so serious. This is so scandalous. Then you go, oh, oh, I get it. I'm, oh, Apostle Paul, talk to me. You know, and it's like you want to get under that apostolic teaching. He goes, this we know. At least he had a friend. That's all he needed. One. Oh, no. He went after the whole bunch of them single-handedly in Galatia. He went up against Peter and all the leadership. He goes, I was co-crucified when he was there. Can you imagine Peter going? All of them. Except John. John probably got, John was lost. John was in a trance. John was, John was already tranced out. He's like, oh, man. He was the leaner. That's why he was tranced out. He was the leaner. He leaned into the anointing. He absorbed from Christ. He absorbed. Oh. Oh. Jesus. Ooh. More for her. More for her. I can't believe she's still sitting up straight in her chair. She's almost leaning. She's got the leaner. Go. Go lean. Go lean on your beloved. Lean on your beloved. It's a lifestyle. It's, no, he just didn't go, oh, uh, uh, pardon me. Can I just lean a little bit, you know? It was a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. You, you're not going to touch this stuff on the surface. You got you to gotta do a deep dive and never come up. Lose sight of the surface. A deep dive. Oh, I just have a little sip. What are you going to do in the wine cellar? What are you going to do when you find yourself suddenly transported to the wine cellar? Oh, excuse me. This is all I can have. Because in church, that's the size of the cups we have. I know. So it's, we won't spill on the nice carpet in the church. And make a mess. And then, oh, we even have those little to-go cups. So if we're in a hurry, we can just grab and go. It's all self-sufficient. It's all, all contained, a little cup, a little wafer, and you just peel the top off and whoa. <laughs> oh, we should turn that 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 sparkly thing on with the can you do that? Do you do that? Huh? Why not during worship? You don't know how. Well, let's figure out if you guys are going to be in here for a while. Turn that thing on. It says party. So not only have we been co-crucified with Christ, we have been co-buried with him. 
This is offensive. You've been buried in the same tomb that Christ was buried in. Buried in his tomb. And you cannot go, oh, oh, it's the holy sepulcher. I can't go in there. I, I, I'm not ready yet. I'm not clean enough. Well, hello. You're dead. You're dead. If you died with him. Okay. Someone just forgot to tell you. Someone forgot to tell you. Okay. Did someone forget to tell you that when he died, you died? Yeah, this is, this is participation in the Christ event. Ooh, you're not imitating it by your religious life on earth. It's not working. Get a grip. Are you figuring it out? It's not working. <laughs> it's not looking good. How much more pain am I going to have to suffer here? He, he, oh my goodness, you've been the, Israel was his beloved betrothed bride all through the, all through the beginning. He married himself to her. He betrothed, they, they cut a covenant. There was blood. She, she gave her affections to the idols. There's all kind of marriage language all throughout the Old Testament. She's called an adulteress. She's called a harlot. Like, Wow. Jesus, and now we're the bride of Christ, and yet we're, we're confused. We don't have clarity about it. We don't know the finality. The grave is the final signal that the old is gone, that the dead is really dead. Okay, when that body's in the ground, and they sealed the tomb I'm so glad they sealed the tomb because now it's just me and Jesus in there. Now it's you and the Holy One duking it out. Going, ah oh yeah, oh yeah. Do the math. There's one burial shroud. <laughs> Buried together in union with him. You're not sitting in the corner. You're not going, oh, I don't want to be here. Oh, no, I'm not going in there. Well, I, I would challenge you to get uh, Romans 6, this, and read, uh, planted together in the likeness of his death. And co-buried, you've been co-buried with him. That's Romans 6, 4 and 5. Buried together in the likeness of his death. You've been brought to the tomb with him and lay dead. That's the Jerusalem translation. Uh, they, they need to get, um, no, let me, let me just double check and make sure that lay dead. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the New English. By baptism, your water baptism represented this. And maybe someone forgot to tell you or really hammer at home. So you're like, yeah, your baptism in water, you participated in Christ's death with him. So when he rose to a new life, hello, what would the conclusion be? You rose to a new life. And now he has given you his own new life to share. Okay? You've been, you've been raised together in union with Christ. So we need to get over this stuff we're waiting for. We're waiting for it. 
If we are waiting for our physical death to free us from the power of sin, then we have, and quoting Adam Clark, I wish I could take credit for this statement. Um, if, we, if we are waiting for our physical death to free us from the power of sin, then we have just crowned death as our Savior and not the Lord Jesus Christ. Ooh, how do I get this? Put your hands out. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a, it's a wedding gift. It's a wedding gift. Wedding gift. Gift of betrothal. He gives you his own righteousness, his own faithfulness. He gives you all the fruit of the Spirit. It's his fruit. It's his fruit. It's his fruit. You don't have, you're not trying to produce it on your own. I, I know religion makes you feel at a distance from Christ, and you're trying to catch up to him. And then when he shows up, you're like, what? Could you stop? That's, this is a little too much. He's like, make up your mind. I'm trying to connect with, you know. Some of you praying for rain. Some of you not praying for rain. What should I do? Oh. I've been waiting on the Lord for 35 years, and he hasn't answered my prayer yet. <sighs> Maybe you have too many conditions. I don't know. Whoa, I don't know. Because he's the lover of your soul. He's the lover of your soul. I have five more minutes. I have five more minutes. He's the lover of your soul. Ooh. Co-crucified, co-buried. I said, Lord, how, okay, how, he starts out, we're co-buried with him. And I'm, I'm like, why? I asked this question years ago. He just answered me a couple years ago. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that took a while. He goes, ah. Because <laughs> I'm investigating. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to connect with the answer. I'm trying to connect with the revelation here and there and there and there. Old Testament, New Testament, it's all, it's all about him. Oh, and he goes, well, how difficult is it to lay dead? <laughs> yeah, now that you think of it, because that's, that's a description here. By your baptism, we were buried with him and laid dead. In our baptism, Rotherham, in our baptism, we have indeed laid in his grave with him. <laughs> indeed, we have. Indeed, that sounds very British. Indeed, indeed, we were placed into the tomb with him. We were planted. God planted you in his son's tomb. He planted you. You're his planting. Ah, I just got that today. Just digging around, digging around. Yeah, about that, the song of the vineyard, of the, yeah, the planting of the Lord. He planted you with his noble vine, his son. Oh, don't fight it. Why would you fight it? You go, wow, that was easy. Whoa! You mean I'm done with all that stuff? 
oh yeah, you are done with trying to die to yourself. I know it sounds good. I know Paul said it in the Bible. I die daily. Where is it? Can anyone even tell me where it is? No one knows where it is. They just pull it out of the air, hit you with it. You got to die daily. Like the Apostle Paul would rather be on his yacht floating around in the Mediterranean than bringing the gospel to the Gentile dogs. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm making a big choice here. I'm dying to my yacht. I need a little vacation. I need a break. Got this beautiful yacht floating around the Mediterranean. Who would not want? I'm dying to it. Do you know what he, when you know what the phrase he's using there, and you read it in all other translations, you'll get, wake up. He's saying, I risk my life on a daily basis to bring the gospel to you. I, I place my life in harm's way every day. Oh, 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 excuse me. It's not every day. Nope. That you can't wear that T-shirt anymore. I die daily. You can't wear that T-shirt anymore. It's, it's last season's fashion. You're out. It's hourly. I die hourly. Yeah, go ahead, get that t-shirt, wear it around. And see, you see, that's so religious. It's so religious. It's you trying to beat yourself to death. It's you trying to cut yourself. It's you trying to shed blood. You're not a professional cutter. Let me tell you. Jesus Christ bled and died and poured every ounce of blood out for you. For your salvation, for your deliverance, for your keeping, your freedom from the power of sin. He took you out of the kingdom of darkness, brought you into light. Don't tell me that is insufficient and you have to add to it. You cannot add to it. Whoa. I rest my case. Boom. Anyway, practice laying dead in the grave with Christ in the privacy of your own home. Go ahead. See how hard it is. See what kind of skill set you need to do that. See what kind of theological degree you need. See what kind of foreign language you need to know to be able to do that. Oh, my goodness. Can you guys just say thank you? Come on. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Winnie, so much for coming.